0: Hey there, fellow pop culture nerds, Christian from the Proton Pack podcast here. Tony and I recently made the transition to host our podcast at anchor.fm, and they made switching from our previous podcast host an absolute breeze. Whether you're old pros like us or new to the podcast game, Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. In fact, you don't even need the complete tech setup that we use. Anchor gives you everything you need in one place for free. That includes creation tools allowing you to record and edit your podcast, which you can do right from your phone or computer, and it sounds great. They'll even distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard everywhere, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more. And as you gain traction with your show, you can easily make money from your podcast as well, with no minimum listenership. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. (laughs)
1: I'm <laughs>
0: welcome to another episode of the proton pack podcast i'm chris and with me always is the billy to my gizmo tony say hey tone
1: what's up guys <laughs> episode 31 live in studio in beautiful sparks nevada with the golden voice, Chris. What's up, buddy? What's
0: going on? Yeah, this is one of those rare occur- occurrences. that uh,
1: second time ever, yeah. A yeah. little technical difficulties, I, and we're even in person, we're having technical
0: difficulties. I know. Go <laughs> figure. We're figuring it out. Uh, hopefully the sound quality works. You might get a little bit of echo from me over to Tony's headphones, but... Uh, with any luck, we can get rid of that. Um, do you remember? Was it a proton pack episode that uh, we recorded in person together, or uh, was it something? It
1: was last August, so it would have had to been uh, episode three or four. Okay, it was in the first five episodes because episode seven was the drunk episode. Yeah, that was uh, <laughs> that was February? So I'm gonna say it's probably the one, two, or three. It's definitely not one. So All right. two through five.
0: Yeah, we were trying our to remember what our setup was for doing it in person and couldn't figure it out. And in any case, we figured out uh, how to get it right about where we need it to be. So, uh, yeah, the good news and the bad news with this one is uh we've got some new intros to the different sections we talk about which will be a lot of fun uh we, we will be just dropping them in they'll be played live uh in future episodes yeah we're not together but
1: we'll go ahead and pretend like both yeah to them. and this in this week too there won't be no sound bites so no Cream of the crop, oh yeah, Ric Flair woos, and whatever the hell I decide to hit a button, those won't happen this week because yep. I don't have the technology with me today. So uh,
0: And so we'll just have to rely on Tony doing it.
1: Uh, yeah, you get the horrible voice overs this week. The impression. <laughs> yeah, all bad.
0: <laughs> all right, uh, let's go ahead and get into our shameless plugs, and we'll drop that uh, intro right here.
1: Shameless blood time. It is in these
0: hills that Juan Valdez and his trusty goat gather coffee beans every morning. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Money Money is cool. Damn, that was a good intro, Tone.
1: (laughs) Money, 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 buddy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, so uh, first shameless plug, as we uh, talk about every week, is uh, my nonprofit. It's a dog rescue nonprofit called. Rough Riders. Uh, You can find us at roughriders.org on uh, Facebook, on Instagram, Rough Riders saves. We pull dogs from kill shelters and find them homes. And uh, we've got some really neat program initiatives that uh, we're trying to raise money for. Uh, One of those being we're looking to uh, get some transport vehicles so we can do uh, more dogs, you know, per trip. Uh, You can find information on that at roughriders.org forward slash transport. And then we've got an education program where we're looking to go into uh, the classrooms and teach kids about the benefits of rescue, spay, neuter, uh, proper way to approach an unfamiliar dog. You know, things along those lines. And you can get more information on that one at roughridersorg forward slash education. Uh, Tony does a radio show each and every week uh, down in Carson City. I think you'll be doing it live on Sunday, right?
1: Uh, I did it live last Sunday. It's possible this Sunday. I do head back to Colorado, so uh, we'll see if uh, I decide to leave early morning Monday morning. Wow, that was that made so much sense. Early morning Monday morning. If I leave early Monday morning, um, then yes, I would pop in. I did the the entire show with Jimmy Jones uh, last uh, Sunday. It went pretty. Neat. It was pretty neat to be live in studio and just like it is live, you know, as we're doing this podcast in your studio. Um, but you can listen live anywhere you are in the world. We stream live on uh, KNVC.org. That's 95.1 FM, KNVC, Carson City's community radio, We're broadcasted live out of the Adams house behind the old abandoned hospital. I don't know if it's abandoned, but <laughs> we'll just make it creepy purposes. And uh, you can listen to Jimmy, myself and Bill. And uh we talk everything pop culture, so uh, I usually partake in just the movie portions. But this week I got to chime in uh, with my little wit and humor and my smart Alec remarks. So uh, a little bit of what I'm going to rely on this episode. So uh, yeah, check it out. And then of course we have our sister.
0: Yeah, the uh, sister website, totallyrad1981.com. Totally tubular, dude. Uh it's basically an homage to the eras that we grew up with the 80s the 90s um i did reroute that url back to our instagram i'm working on a couple things behind the scenes so at least uh, if you do go visit it uh, you can see what we're doing on instagram with it um fun stuff that's posted there a couple times per day um old commercials old uh, uh cartoon intros uh throwback ads from magazines um Basically, if you grew up in the 80s and 90s, uh, it's a nice little blast to the past.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, definitely check it out. And I, I do want to give a shout out to you. Uh, for Rough Riders, you uh, ended up adopting one of the father. Are you just fostering or are you adopting? Well, <laughs> yeah, I put you on the spot wrong on this show live.
0: You did. Yeah. So we do have a foster uh, who we brought in. He's a. Big, goofy, um, um, pit pit named Goliath. Goliath, Super, super sweet. He may end end up being being a foster fail. Yeah. Um, I mean, he fits in so well with our household. But uh, if you guys are interested in adopting dogs and you're, uh, you know, within a 300, 400-mile radius of the uh, northern Nevada area, uh, check out are uh, adoptable dogs on our website? Just roughriders.org dot org forward slash unadoptables, and uh, we've got more great dogs there that uh, need loving homes.
1: Yeah, Goliath is beautiful. So yeah, you know, hopefully that ends up being a quote unquote fail. It would actually be a win for Goliath. So
0: we always joke with our fosters that if they fail. Basically, if you're going to fail at anything in life, that's the thing to fail at. So, right. Um, but, yeah, he does so great. And, uh, you know, it's one of those things, if a better situation comes along for him, we would consider adopting him out. But in the meantime, he's doing just great here.
1: Awesome, man. Yeah.
0: All right. Uh, let's start out with TV news, as we do each and every week. And we've got a new nifty intro for that as well. Bazinga. Oh! Cream of the crop! <laughs> hey, baby. Let's go, Bob.
1: Excellent.
0: Hail to the king, baby.
1: All right. Yeah, a little, uh, hopefully there's no copyright biting us in the butt for that one, but uh <laughs> a little jam, a little mixture there. Hopefully you guys enjoyed that little... Intro and, and
0: realistically, uh, we do this for ourselves for fun anyway. Yeah, we make no money off We're of it. We're not making yeah. any money. If you guys do want to kick down a few bucks to help us out and ensure that uh, you know we can get to it each and every week, we definitely appreciate that. Um, and you can do that on our um, anchor.fm forward slash proton pack podcast uh, website.
1: Yeah,
0: all of the news that we talk about will be on our Facebook page, Proton Pack Podcast. Um, and then we add other things to our Instagram as well.
1: Yeah. And then what was good is we had time this week. Well, I had time this week to actually put together some intros because I ate a uh, a bad taquito from a gas station. I won't say because you never know if they end up being a sponsor of the show. So I won't out them. But, uh, you know, if, if uh, a gas station offers you free food, <laughs> just say no. And I'm doing that in my best uh, Doc Brown impersonation in my head. And they ask you, just say no. So just <laughs> say no to taquitos, kids, especially if they're free. You pay the price, although I was productive while I was not pulling a Harry from Dumb and Dumber. So with <laughs> that being said, yeah, let's roll into the TV news this week.
0: I guess if it wasn't for the taquitos, we wouldn't have the nifty intro. Yeah,
1: so yeah, it worked It's out. a blessing in disguise
0: yeah. that you had to definitely pay yes. the price for. <laughs> Our, I got an
1: idea. But... <laughs> <laughs> All right.
0: All right, uh, the first bit of TV news is a show that's being developed um, for Netflix, and it's uh, based on a video game, very popular. Um, this is a video game that I got rid of my Xbox just before it was released to it, and it's not available on PlayStation. And we're talking about the uh, uh, retro shooter Cuphead. Um, the animation style is amazing. It's like that old Disney Steamboat Willie style. Um, If you haven't played Cuphead, it's well worth checking out, especially if you do own an Xbox. Um, I guess I could probably get it on the computer. I'm sure they make it. Yeah,
1: you you can get, yeah. Microsoft has played nice with everybody but Sony when it comes to playing Cuphead. You can get it on um, Xbox Live on your PC um, if you have a Windows-based applications, and, of course, Xbox. And now you can get it on your Nintendo Switch. They've partnered with Nintendo, (laughs) and they released it on the (laughs) Switch. So um yeah so you can pick that up but like chris was saying fantastic animation if you like this game was hand-drawn uh steamboat willie style tough as nails game plays like old school contra it's it's not easy it's not an easy game it's a run and gun game but it's tough
0: yeah so they haven't released the date of when it's gonna hit netflix but uh they did announce that it is coming uh studio mdhr basically posted on their Instagram or sorry, Twitter coming to you in full color and Cinesound. It's the Cuphead show witness the wondrous inkwell Isle as you've never seen them before in an original series inspired by classic animation styles of the 1930s. Now in production by the talented team at Netflix animation. So you'll get Cuphead, Mugman and then uh, all of the characters you love from the video game as well.
1: You know, it's great too is like a lot of the kids uh, that are into the five Nights at Freddy's and things like that um they've really picked up on this um i know denny's kids mm. um were all about cup man or you know cuphead, uh, cuphead <laughs> and Mugman there and, and it was great i knew about it from video games and stuff so it was really cool to see them uh jump on the bandwagon and this is one of those things we talk about it week in week out on this show with uh, the streaming services netflix needs original content to stay afloat and commit to it too that's another one of their problems they they put out a lot of good stuff and then they tend not to commit long term. So, and, um,
0: and I think we've mentioned in the past that they now have a three season rule that basically anything that looks like it's going to be ongoing will be a cap of three seasons. And that's it. Aside from Stranger Things.
1: Yeah, I think they're going to end that at season four or five. They at least have an end end game. No pun intended. Right. With that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, so, yeah, if you enjoy the game, if you've got kids. Looks like Cuphead should be a fun show, Um, and as we get information on when it will be available on Netflix, we will certainly share it with you.
1: Also, if you're listening to the show and you drive a Tesla, coming soon, apparently you can play this video game in your Tesla dashboard. Seriously. It's kind of weird. I'm reading that. It says it's also on the way for Tesla vehicles as well.
0: So I can't play it on my PS4 gaming console, but if I buy a seventy to $90,000 Tesla, I can play it in there?
1: Absolutely. And since you're in Nevada and home of a Tesla factory, you may just get a 5% deal.
0: <laughs> All right. Uh, moving on to another streaming service that uh, we're starting to get a little more information about. Um, especially with uh, DC Universe sort of on the rocks. We don't know if DC is going to be wrapped into this, but uh, we're talking about uh, the Warner Media, sorry, Warner Media streaming service. And uh, obviously all of the DC properties are under the Warner Brothers um, umbrella. And then Warner Brothers obviously has all of their own, um, you know, properties as well. Uh, One we're really excited about, we hinted about uh, sort of at the top of the show, is it was revealed uh, a little over a week ago now that we are getting a ten episode series based on Gremlins.
1: <laughs>
0: called Gremlin's Secret of the Mogwai.
1: Mogwai.
0: <laughs> and so it's no secret, obviously, that Tony and I are huge fans of the original Gremlins. Uh, gremlins 2 was a little more campy, but still fun. Um, I know they were working on an animated series for a while that never saw the light of day. But uh, here we're going to get a live-action tale. Um, Looks like it's a prequel set in the 1920s in Shanghai and tells the tale of how 10-year-old Sam Wing, the elderly shopkeeper from the two live-action movies, met the young Mogwai
1: named... Do not ready for Mogwai yet!
0: (laughs) And so... uh, yeah, looks like it'll be fun, uh period piece, and uh, hopefully it sort of bridges that gap of the pure horror of the first one and a little of the cheeky humor of the yeah,
1: second. Yeah, I want to see some samurai gremlins. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, It's going to be animated. So... Oh, it is going to be animated. I'm sorry. No, I that's okay. No, like they actually. did cancel it. It was going to be like take place basically... Offset a third one is what they were going to go with. And they scrapped it. Now they're going to do a prequel. Gotcha. Um, it's 10 episodes. It could be good. Um, let me just say to the show writers, go back, watch Cobra Kai, borrow the formula from Cobra Kai. And if you don't know what Cobra Kai is, they took, they took, were that's a sequel to the Karate Kid movies. But they took all the formula from what made those movies so great. To make such a great show. It's animated. I don't know. We'll see. Um, this is something where I wish Warner Brothers would just partner with Netflix instead of coming up with their own. I'd rather just see it on Netflix. <laughs> Got yeah. it. I want to go pay for another one. But uh when it comes out, we know more about it. We'll share with you um, one key advice get Howie Mandel to do the voice of yeah. uh, Gizmo, and I think you might be all right.
0: Yeah. Um, One quick little note that uh, is on this article here, Uh, the streaming service is also planning a live-action series based on Dune called Dune the Sisterhood, and will serve as a companion piece to the upcoming Dune film uh, directed by Dennis (laughs) Villanueva.
1: Dune, the traveling sisterhood of the pants, only on Warner Brother Media. (laughs) Now they're definitely not going to hire me for Grimma Voices because I just shit on their product There's no sense button this week either, so beep. <laughs> oh, well. I don't have the real one.
0: <laughs> All right. Uh, we are done with our TV news. Moving on to movies with another nifty intro. And here we go. Are you the key master?
1: Back it up, fuzzball.
0: <laughs> we came, we saw, we kicked it down. This
1: baby hits 88 miles per hour. You're going to see some serious shit. Oh, that was a good one. Now, I heard some <laughs> Doc Brown in there, some Peter Vankman.
0: <laughs> if you guys haven't picked up on it so far, we're not actually listening to the intros right now. We're just Yeah, we're adding on.
1: our own uh like we listen we listened to it beforehand. I played it uh, for Chris and we're going to have to splice it in. Um but uh so we are totally radio DJing out there. That's another great hit there. <laughs> Coming up next is Shine Down with their latest hit. We've got Taylor Swift coming up for you. On KNVC. Oh, wait, that's a real radio station. (laughs) (laughs) Carson City, hear you later.
0: (laughs) All right. Uh, As far as movies go, we are going to uh, start, as we do each and every week, with the box office report. Uh, Number one is no surprise in a movie that uh, we both had the joy of watching. I got to take my boys to see it. Um, Spider-Man Far From Home. It got a weekend opening of $93.6 which for one of the lower-end Marvel movies, not lower-end, but... Yeah, but not... It wasn't Avengers.
1: Yeah, well, yeah. Avengers was the big home run. So this is basically, you know, the last one in Phase 3, definitely the closing chapter on that.
0: Yeah. And it was uh, opened on the 4th of July holiday, which typically isn't great for movies because people are out doing stuff. Um, Looks like it...
1: Set a Tuesday record, yeah. It it set uh, a Tuesday
0: record and then for Independence Day weekend is second place overall, just behind Transformers Dark and the Moon, which got ninety-seven point eight million. Nice. Yeah.
1: Didn't surprise me it was number one though.
0: No, no. And we'll give our review here in just a little Absolutely. bit. Absolutely. Uh number two. No surprise there. Toy Story 4, excellent movie at $34.3
1: Fantastic movie.
0: Well worth taking the kids to. And uh, in their third weekend, they've now got a gross total of $306.5 domestically.
1: Man, Disney's killing it with all their little subdivisions. Marvel, Pixar, there you go. <laughs> got a feeling it's not the last time we're talking Disney in this top ten. Probably not.
0: Uh, in third place is a movie that I'm interested in seeing, don't know if I'm going to go to the theaters, just don't have enough time, but uh, definitely once it hits Redbox or Netflix, uh, Danny Boyle's uh, PG-13 musical Yesterday, where a struggling musician wakes up in a alternate universe, I guess you could say, uh, where Beatles the Beatles music had never existed. And so he becomes famous by playing Beatles music, and um, I'm a big Beatles fan growing up, so uh, definitely looking forward to it. Uh, it took in $10.7 and and uh, yeah, I'll, I'll check it out uh, sooner or later.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, Lauren saw that. She uh, told me it was good. She's not much of a movie gal, but she did see yesterday and liked it and enjoyed it. So.
0: All right. Uh, in fourth place was a horror sequel that I didn't realize had hit theaters yet. Uh, Annabelle Bell comes home with 9.7 million. I'm
1: Annabelle, and I'm coming home. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't think that's what she sounds like. Today she does.
1: <laughs> Hi, <Hiya>, Chris. <laughs> Once in Jim boy tacos? I've come home. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, I enjoyed the Conjuring movies, the spin-offs, um, the two Annabelle movies that have been out, The Nun. Uh, this one looks pretty good. Um, you know, they've, they've got their formula down. It's
1: nothing groundbreaking. But, yeah. It's got McKenna Grace, who's in Ghostbusters. Yeah. Welcome yeah. Ghostbusters. So uh, I've never seen any of them. I did see The Conjuring, and I do like Megadeth's The Conjuring. So, yeah. Well, that has nothing to do with anything, but uh, <laughs> it's up to $50.1 million, better than some movies on this list.
0: There you go. Uh, in fifth place was Disney's live-action uh, remake of Aladdin with $9.3 million, which we know Tony's not
1: a huge fan of. No, it's not bad, though. You'll enjoy it. Just don't be like me and compare it too much to the cartoon. You'll be fine. Remember, <laughs> just be yourself. Uh,
0: in sixth place, sorry, is another Mitzvahar... Mid-sor, Midsummer Mids- horror release Midsummer. called Midsummer. Uh opened with six point five million. Apparently, the filmmaker, the director, is the same one who did Hereditary, which I never saw. Ugh. I know you didn't
1: like it. No, and, it was along the lines of The Witch. Did not like Hereditary at all. Hated that movie.
0: <laughs> uh, Rotten Tomatoes, it's getting eighty two percent. So
1: I don't even know what this movie's about. Is I've, that bad?
0: Besides seeing this list, never heard nope. of it.
1: Yep. Mm- Yeah, never heard of that. That's so long.
0: (laughs) Seventh place is uh, The Secret Life of Pets 2 with another 4.7 million.
1: Yep, The Secret Life of Tahoe and Goliath. Yep. Yep.
0: Uh, Eighth place, Men in Black
1: International at 3.6. Tony and I enjoyed it. Most other people did not. Yep, it it definitely got crapped on, but, uh, you know. It's it's still worth the watch. Oh, and on a quick side note, uh, rest in peace to Rip Torn, who was in the That's original fine. one. He yeah. passed away uh, last night. I think he was, so. about
0: 88? Yeah, 88. Like he didn't
1: look like that, so.
0: Well, he looked like, like he was 88 for the last 10 Yeah, years, forever, so yeah, more, so so. <laughs> uh,
1: so rest in peace, Rip Torn, and uh, go see a man in black. It's at your cheap theater now, I'm sure.
0: Yeah. In uh, ninth place was the re-release of Avengers Endgame, and uh, it is now worldwide up to Two point seven seven billion, how which is how much? Right behind Avatar at two point seven
1: eight. They got to do one more weekend of pushing. I I think they're gonna get it. They're doing another uh, blitz one final time. See it one last time. Now let me just don't want to spoil too much, but the uh, extra the extra scenes suck.
0: Did so they?
1: Yeah. Uh, do you want? Should I spoil it? Yeah, like, might as well. I'm... Okay. So if you want to. It'll, cool be, out, see it it'll be out on
0: Blu-ray record, soon but, enough,
1: but Here is what the ending scenes were. So you were greeted by Anthony Russo and said, please stick around for the extra credits. Okay, cool. Three hours go by. I'm not going to lie. Actually, I was tired, and I did sleep through some of it. So, <laughs> But I didn't miss the scenes. I woke up in time for that. And I'm okay missing some of this because this is out on Blu-ray or digital copy July 30th, and then uh, August 14th or 15th it's on uh, – 4k or blu-ray so i'll see it again i'm not too sad i've seen it already um with that being said um anthony russo comes back and says thanks for sticking around here's a couple of bonus uh, features for you first one's about a three to four minute tribute to stan lee which was awesome okay covered a lot of his uh it basically was stan lee talking and they he kind of weaved a bunch of interviews he had done throughout the mcu so that was great the next thing was the scene, which you and I had discussed because we had read that there was the scene where Tony Stark, after he did the snap, and, mm. uh, if you didn't see it, sorry, <laughs> you should have seen it by now. No kidding. Yeah, so uh, too late, spoiler. So when he goes, uh, when he does the snap, he goes to the soul world and he sees his daughter, but grown up, and they have a similar conversation to what Thanos and Gamora did in uh, Infinity War that is not the scene we got in fact it really? was a unfinished hulk scene so the hulk is there and i thought it was out of die hard i'm not gonna lie so <laughs> reginald val is it reginald van vel johnson vel johnson. Vel johnson okay yeah. carl from uh, carl winslow from family matters and he also was in die hard as the cop um there's this, this building is on fire and exploding and he's He's there, and he's calling for backup and help, and I go, whoa, am I watching another Die Hard movie? (laughs) Instead of Bruce Willis, here comes an unfinished uh, Xbox One graphic Hulk (laughs) comes out in his Avengers suit, and he saves the kids in a satellite dish from a blazing fire, and he's popping more of that, all right, kids, listen to your mother, dabbing, and he basically stole the line when he was in the, the, The the coffee shop doing those lines and was so stupid. It was an awful throwaway scene. They're like, this scene yep. was really special. <laughs> that wasn't special. It was terrible. No so, yippee ki Yay from No, uh, no yippee ki That would have made it worth Yippee-ki-yay, listen to your mother. <laughs> Yippee-ki-yay, Mr. Thanos. Um, and then the last scene is we jump right into Spider-Man Homecoming. The very mm-hmm. opening scene of Spider-Man Homecoming, you get a one minute up until uh, Jake Gyllenhaal goes, you don't want any part of this.
0: So it's even what happened before actually seeing Spider-Man? Yeah. Okay.
1: So it jumps right into that opening scene of uh, Spider-Man, uh, okay. Far From Home. So, um, again, probably not the best for the cash grab. I would have liked more since we say goodbye to Tony Stark. I would have preferred a Tony Stark deleted scene or something mm-hmm. like that. But you did not get that. You instead got the Hulk, which no one asked for on that scene. Yeah, so. well,
0: uh, anyway, if you want to help beat the record, go see it. Otherwise, yes, for the, I, I
1: did my version. part. Now you do your part. Exactly.
0: All right. Uh, let's see. Top ten or closing out the ten was uh, the Elton John biopic Rocket Man, with two point seven million.
1: A lot of people like it. I was not one of those people. However, if you like Elton John, go see it. And there's your top ten for the week.
0: <laughs> All right. Uh, Coming out this week, we've got Crawl, which is the um, Placid Lake 2.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was thinking.
0: <laughs> and uh, we've got uh, Dave Batista and Kumail Nanjiani, Ian Stuber, which I think looks pretty funny. I probably won't see it in the theater. Yeah,
1: though. no, that's a matinee. That's a so-so to a blah. Hey, Stuber. <laughs> it's Pawnee the Pawn and, Dave, and Drax the Destroyer. Take an Uber. Girl. I would
0: see that. Sorry, we've got uh, one of the dogs, Marley, who's whining outside the yeah, door. Yeah, Marley
1: wants to be on the show. We're booked, <laughs> Marley. You tell your agent that uh, it's going to be a while.
0: So we mentioned the number one movie was Spider-Man Far From Home. Um, all I got to say is I enjoyed the hell out of it. It was fun. It was a little bit bigger than Spider-Man Homecoming. Um I like that in the trailers they set you up to think one thing and in reality it was slightly different. I'm not going to spoil it for you. you got to see it to know what I'm talking about. But it wasn't like, you know, Dark Phoenix where they dropped a major spoiler in the uh, trailer. Yeah. And, um, you know, it gave you quite a bit of uh, um, misdirection, if you will. Um, you know, and you've got Tom Holland back. You've got the whole crew, um, you know, that was there originally. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal plays the um, friend-slash-foe Mysterio. Uh,
1: Mysterio!
0: Which, uh, it's not really spoiling anything. Everybody knows that Mysterio's a bad guy, and they set him up at the beginning of the movie to be a good guy. Um, there's, yeah, it's it's yeah. what you think it is, you know. Um, the humor's spot on. The action is fantastic. Uh,
1: but um, it's hard. It's hard to like really review it without spoiling out. Like you want to say some key points. I do.
0: Yeah. I do. I really, really wanted to see a multiverse cameo from uh, uh, Andrew Garfield and uh, Toby, Maguire. Toby Maguire. That would have been awesome. Oh, that would have been so cool.
1: No, but if you stick around, that we're not going to say what it is, but if you stick around at the end for a spoiler, there is a familiar face from uh, the past that shows up, which yep. is
0: pretty cool. Not only that, but without giving too much away, I think that the end credit scene at the very, very end is going to be the setup for the big story arc for Phase 4.
1: Yeah, yeah. so stick around those are two really good post-credit scenes yeah jimmy disagreed with me he thought it was stupid he didn't like either one really i did right. i thought it really right. set it up in a whole different way uh, yeah you just can't say we're not gonna talk about it because we're not gonna spoil it we're just we're giving you a review so it's a definite good from chris um i think uh you know um Basically, um, starts out great with the, I will always love you, um, <laughs> Whitney Houston, uh funny in memoriam that shows everyone we lost in in game. Um, that's the only spoiler I'm going to really give you, um, fun story, great humor, great action, cute little love story, some crazy trippy things happen. Um, mm-hmm. Jimmy actually told me one of the scenes where I, I can't spoil, but, um, where Spider-Man is, tri- I'm just going to say he's tripping. You don't know why, but yeah, he's yeah. tripping and the train hits him. That's straight out of uh, Todd McFarlane's uh, when he was writing a comic yep. book. That was straight out. So little little uh, Easter egg, we can tell you. Uh, Flash is hilarious. <laughs> Ned's love relationship in the movie was great. Yep. Hey, babe. Love you, babe. <laughs> uh, the humor is just
0: awesome. Martin Starr, their teacher.
1: Oh, he's great. Oh, we didn't want to lose anybody. Uh, cons. <laughs> I don't know if it's quite as good as Homecoming but it's still damn good. And I do have a little bit of a disconnect with MJ for some reason, but I think I'm really just getting nitpicky here. Um I don't know how you feel. I just have a little bit of a disconnect for Yeah, and it's, it's I don't know what it is.
0: It's not the racial thing, it's, no. it's the personality. MJ yeah. was always vibrant bright and um spunky whereas you know this This mj MJ is the complete opposite you know
1: she's She's very smart assy and uh, sassy i mean it's it's great it's just a weird disconnect i would have actually preferred she just wasn't mj she was like a completely different character and they spun into her own yeah um because i is you know even if you don't like uh kirsten dunce she did a pretty damn good job as mary jane in the originals Um, But I'm I'm telling you, if you guys have um, the opportunity to see it in a loud Dolby um, Atmos, Atmos, oh my God, it's awesome. Alamo, Westminster, I'm looking at you. Um, Treat yourself. I'm giving it uh, definitely a perfect five out of five. Um, I'm not a real critic. I'm just an underpaid intern at the Daily Bugle, so go see movies. (laughs) That's my tagline for that one.
0: All right, um, so that does it for our review. Now we're going to get into our Trailer of the Week. We don't have a theme song. We for don't that have a theme week. song. Yeah, because but... I don't
1: have the button, so it's... Uh, da, 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 da. Trailer of the Week. That's yeah. the cheap man
0: version. Yeah, I can't even drop it in because I don't have it. No,
1: but you don't have it. We have some special guests
0: We for do have some special guests. We have uh, my... Wonderful Wonderful boys, Corbin Corbin and Reese, who are visiting for the summer. They're from California. Hello,
1: Hello, Corbin. Hello, Reese. Come closer to me, guys. Welcome to the podcast.
0: All right. So our trailer of the week is Jumanji 2 The Next Level. And you guys guys watched the trailer just a little before before coming in. in. Uh What do you think? One at a time. Um, Corbin first.
1: It looks very funny, um, especially since big
0: grandpas are joining.
1: And well cool too. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um obviously it's the same characters from the last Jumanji movie with The Rock and Jack Black and Kevin Hart and Karen Gillen. Um, what what part in the trailer looked the most exciting to you? Um part where the monkeys came. Yeah. Yeah, I like monkeys. That funny. What what about you, What uh, what did you like? I liked the part At the end, where he was like, "Well, people can't see you do that," so just right.
1: Well, he was basically staring his face up into the sky. Mm Mm-hmm. And 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 the other guy was like, "Um, what?
0: The face that you're doing right now." The face that you're doing right now. What, what did you guys think about, uh, you know, the grandpas, Danny DeVito and uh, Danny Glover,
1: uh, um, going
0: into the bodies of The Rock and Kevin Hart? Um, I
1: thought that would be funny on how they reacted to being in younger bodies. Mm. Yeah. And they thought they were dead.
0: <laughs> well, very cool. Well, I'm glad you guys were able to come in and give your opinion of the trailer. Um. I think it looks hilarious. We're going to put it up on our Facebook page. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it, it hits right along, along the same notes. You've got uh, Reese Darby, who's the guy, again. Uh, you've got uh, Joe
1: Jonas, Nick Jonas, Jonas, Jonas. It's one of the Jonas. Of say it places. might be Nick Jonas. I don't know. It's one of the Jonas Brothers. He's back. Um, was it Nick Jonas? All right. <laughs> Corbin's confirming. It. It's Nick Jonas.
0: So, yeah, it looks, it looks like, like more fun like if you enjoyed the last Jumanji movie. Uh, you should probably enjoy this one as well. Uh, thank you, guys. I'm going to send you back I out to uh, watch your YouTube and whatever you're doing.
1: Thanks, guys. Cool. It's awesome to have you on the show. Bye. 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 Later, Bye. games. Bye. Goodbye. Hello, little games. Right. <laughs> that was awesome. So, yeah, so, Jumanji, that'll be out, uh, is it this December it drops? It is. Yeah. I think it drops this December. <sighs> December 13th all right we'll look for that this holiday um it's gonna
0: be a hacked holiday movie season oh yeah
1: a it's a good thing it's mm-hmm. coming out like right before Star Wars so it might might get the first week in the box office <laughs> you know
0: I was just scrolling through and uh, apparently they're making a Momo movie
1: yeah so I saw she- that too <laughs> that thing creeps me out I like the momo a momo, momo. <laughs> these things that need cheers.
0: All right, moving on from Jumanji to a uh, movie series that uh, we're excited about. We've talked about uh, a few times on the podcast, and that is the next chapter in the Bill and Ted series, Bill and Ted Face the Music.
1: Wild stallions! That's <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Sorry, those are, that's the cheap man version. I don't have the button. The button I love. The button. The love button. So, we're
0: getting some uh set photos that are popping up on Twitter and Instagram, and uh it's so weird to see Keanu Reeves without a beard yeah wow. he's clean shaven he's a little more heavy set than uh he used to be, and uh I'm actually surprised Alex winter lost some weight from when they made the announcement. he was looking pretty uh hefty and and old and
1: not so much now. No, he looks just like, uh, definitely looks like Bill. And and Keanu Reeves got it down, Ted. I love that uh, the shots show them going into a phone booth. Um, but the uh, typical, uh, some of the reactions on Twitter is, Keanu Reeves that beard disturbs me. <laughs> You'll be surprised when you see him at the Matrix. He looks like my lesbian Aunt Maggie in the 90s. So, you know, good stuff, though.
0: Yeah. And we've got, we've got an got official piece synopsis piece. for it, too, now. It says, when we last met Bill and Ted, they were time-traveling teenagers trying to pass history class and win the Battle of the Bands. Once prophesied to save the universe with their rock and roll, middle age and the responsibilities of family have caught up to these two best friends who have not yet fulfilled their destiny. They've written thousands of tunes, but they've yet to write a good one, uh, much less the greatest song ever written. With the fabric of time and space tearing around them, a visitor from the future warns our heroes that only Only their song can save save life life as we know it. it. Out Out of of luck and fresh out out of inspiration, inspiration, Bill and Ted Ted set out on a time travel adventure to seek the song that will set their world right and bring harmony in the universe as we know it. Together with the aid of their daughters, a new crop of historical figures, and some sympathetic music legends, Bill and Ted find much, much more than just a song.
1: Dude, I like the synopsis. Makes you wonder uh who are they gonna get you think for rock stars um maybe ozzy alice cooper rob zombie would be cool metallica boys oh metallica would be awesome yeah yo i'm lars the old rick definitely put me in the movie <laughs> do you, you know, know if uh the original i bet chris Jericho is gonna end up in it fozzy <laughs> He's an original friend of the show. Hi, Chris.
0: There you go. Uh, If the original princesses are coming back, or are they being recast? It says Jama and as Princess Joanna.
1: Jason.
0: Aaron Hayes as Princess Elizabeth.
1: Ooh, um, we'll look at that. I know on Pop Culture Kaboom, Jimmy actually interviewed one of the princesses on his show. Seriously? Yeah. That's kind of cool. I don't know which one, but. (laughs)
0: <laughs> uh, we are getting William Sadler back as Death, so I'm definitely looking forward to.
1: Melvin, that. dude, you totally Melvin the Grim Reaper, dude.
0: <laughs> and it's written by the original film writers, uh, Chris Matheson and Ed Solomon, and directed by Dean Parasot, who uh, most notably directed Galaxy Quest. So I, I think it's going to be
1: good. Oh, I I think it's going to be good too. It, you know, it might not be a box office smash by no means. But I think for uh, anyone that grew up in the 90s with it, um, like ourselves, I mean, we're going to get a kick out of it. And I think it'll open the door for some. You give a chance to re-release the two original ones. Maybe open up for a generation like your boys to, to maybe see it at this point and be like, oh, okay, I, whatever. Yeah, but, nice
0: little yeah. nostalgia factor. And not only that, but the original two movies hold up. I think we talked about that before.
1: Oh, yeah, Bogus Journey still awesome.
0: So much fun. All right, um, going from one movie that was made well before to another movie series that was horribly made uh, back in the 90s, uh, we're talking Mortal Kombat. We talked uh, a couple episodes ago that uh, James Wan, who is a notable horror director, he did a couple of Saw movies, I think he did The Conjuring as well, and uh, director Simon McCoy Uh, are adapting a new live-action Mortal Kombat movie. Um, It's not the 1995 horrible Christopher Lambert one. Um, With any luck, they'll give it three minutes. With all that being said, they've cast their first actor, who is Joe Taslin. Uh, You'll know him from The Raid. Um, He was also in Fast and Furious 6 and Star Trek Beyond. Uh, he's going to be playing Sub Zero. Finish him. Sub <laughs> Zero wins. Uh, and then, based on the very short synopsis, it sounds like the, your story is a little more honed in. Uh, basically, a male protagonist who becomes drawn into the interdimensional tournament and who begins to realize his true potential as a result of the experience. So instead of centering on a bunch of different characters and it just gets confusing. It looks like there's going to be one main character and then everything that happens around that.
1: That can be cool. On a quick side note, I know we're on Mortal Kombat talk, but uh, I did look it up. Uh, It looks like uh, Amy Stotch and Hal Landon Jr. will reprise the role as Bill's stepmother, Missy, intense police chief father, Chet Logan. Um, (laughs) However, uh, the original princess is uh, Diane Franklin, who was Princess Joanna. That's one Jimmy interviewed. Mm -hmm. And Princess Elizabeth, Kimberly Cates will re, will be replaced by Jamma Mays and Aaron Hayes, respectively. So they will be um, replaced on that. Yes. So, yeah. Interesting. Which is weird because on the interview she did with Jimmy, she said she wanted to come back. So, uh, <laughs> sorry, Diane. Uh, I wonder what happened. Yeah, you won't be coming back yep. on the show. Uh, Real quick, back to
0: Mortal Kombat. Uh, you will see that hit theaters on March 5th,
1: 2021. Ooh! Oh, boy! Come on, Mortal Kombat! Uh-huh. Finish him.
0: All right, another nostalgic series that uh, we are very excited about is the namesake of the show. We're talking Ghostbusters Three with Jason Reitman, coming out in twenty twenty one. We already know that um, uh, we're getting Finn Wolfhard, Carrie Coon, and um, McKenna Grace. McKenna Grace. Uh, they join uh, somebody that uh, the tease was awesome. Uh, we're talking Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd, yep. He's going to be playing the dad.
1: Yep, that's uh, my girlfriend's, um, what is that, Hall Pass? She loves the Paul Rudd.
0: Yep. got to a shout out
1: for her there. <laughs>
0: right on. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're getting two more child actors who are joining the cast who I assume will be sort of filling out those kid Ghostbuster roles that yeah. Grace and Finn Wolfhard are going to be doing. I'm not familiar with either of them. It's uh, Celeste O'Connor and Logan <laughs> Kim. Um,
1: Looking through they're just they're both child actors just getting their career started so okay so
0: probably nothing you've ever recognized them from with any luck uh, hopefully to them they uh, become big stars. I was thinking about it the other day and with having kids as the ghostbusters, they're setting themselves. Well, well up for it. a new series of movies
1: yeah and this is good too because it's still believed that uh, we know bill murray and sigourney weaver and dan Aykroyd and ernie hudson are believed to be involved in some capacity and uh, annie potts is pretty sure she's coming back as janine we just need official official confirmation and rick moranis for the love of god please come oh, back for this great to have him back. we need you Tully. <laughs>
0: So uh yeah as we keep getting more information obviously uh next year is when it's going to be out can't wait to get that first trailer not the teaser that we've already seen but uh to you know get a sense of you know what the tone of the movie is going to be I have a feeling it'll be, stick very closely to the original
1: yeah and I like that they're not going full tilt boogie with all famous stars I do love that Paul Rudd's in it I think he'd fit there used to be that rumor back in the day when they were going to do ghostbusters 3 like who would replace them and it was like what was it channing tatum and jonah hill <laughs> were all attached to that yeah. seth rogan like it was that group at one point were rumored to be like the new the next gen of ghostbusters i actually like the idea of going young with that um you lead it by a couple of familiar kid faces that have done you know they have shows behind them or other movies um and then you got two uh never before seen kids that are just starting out so yeah could be cool we'll see i have the utmost fate it faith in it fate fate, fate. <laughs> so i i think i think it's in good hands as we've said and now we'll of course continuously update you here on the proton pack podcast so exactly
0: all right so uh, moving on, on to the, the next story there is a long history of toys being released before movies do that uh, end up spoiling things that uh, i'm sure the filmmakers don't necessarily want spoiled and uh, this is definitely one of those cases uh, we've got star wars the rise of the skywalkers coming up uh coming out on my birthday December twentieth.
1: Happy birthday to you.
0: Very excited. I think that
1: movie's not going to open in the top five whatsoever.
0: <laughs> and uh Hot Toys, who um they make one six scale um collectible figures, really detailed, really cool stuff, have just released what's called the Sith Trooper, which is basically like a first order stormtrooper with um clad in red and black and have some more details to it. Um but, uh, yeah, I, apparently they are characters we are going to see in the upcoming movie. In looking at this, and my question to you, Tone, is we know that Kylo and the Knights of Ren somehow disappear. I assume we're going to see those Knights of Ren coming back. Do you think that they're coming back as Sith troopers, or do you think the Sith troopers are basically just like, um, you know, what the the... Oh, what was the guard called in the last movie? The last Jedi. Oh, no,
1: the one with like the double ax and stuff. I, I, I think they're just going to be gimmicky extra characters. I would love it. I like the take. I mean, if you guys get a chance, the, the picture is now up on our Facebook page. Um, this just broke uh, as we were getting for the show, the show ready. Um, awesome looking character. Um, Chris described it perfectly. looks like uh, storm, you know, the first order troopers from, uh, The Force Awakens, they're just red and black now, which is a cool color combination. But I got a feeling it's going to be possibly just a wasted side character. But it looks very cool. And it has a cool name, Sith Trooper. I don't know what makes it a Sith.
0: (laughs) So, yeah, check those out. um, And hopefully we'll start learning some more information on who those characters are. And uh, as I mentioned, when we actually see the movie, it would be nice to see what happened to the rest of the Knights of Ren.
1: Yeah, this is great. So, and it seems like there's not a whole lot of Rose in this movie, so I'm pretty stoked. (laughs) It's my least favorite character.
0: Yeah, I'm looking forward to retconning the uh, mistakes that uh, were made in The Last Jedi. Yeah,
1: too bad, because The Last Jedi had some cool looking stuff leading up to it.
0: Yep, yep. yep. All right, uh, the next story and the final story in our movie section.
1: Movie section!
0: So we were talking a little bit before where uh, in Spider-Man, um, you know, our buddy Jimmy was telling Tony that, uh, you know, the scene where Spider-Man's hit by the train is pulled directly from, you know, the Todd McFarlane Marvel comics. And what Marvel's been. Did newer, I call him
1: Seth McFarlane earlier, huh? No, I you apologize. said Todd McFarlane. Did I say Todd? OK, cool. I think I you started, did. I started to <laughs> think. Well, if I said Seth, I was just kidding.
0: And Marvel's biggest saving grace right now is the fact that they stick so close to the comics. Yeah, they change a few things here or there, but they take storylines and they, they take things and looks that people know and love. And that's why the Marvel comics series or the cinematic universe has been doing so well because it's playing to the diehard fan fan, fan, as much as it's playing to the casual fan. Uh, DC is uh, shit in the bed again. So <laughs> we know that the
1: <laughs>
0: we know we're getting a Joker movie from Todd Phillips, starring Joaquin Phoenix. Has some great actors in it, but Todd Phillips has come out and just said the one thing that can almost guarantee the nail in the
1: coffin. Oh for yeah, he's He's he he. he... Did a bad thing. He pulled a, uh, what is it? Josh Trag. Is yeah. Trank.
0: Trank. Yeah. Fantastic. Fantastic. Fantastic Four. Yeah. He
1: did something he probably shouldn't have done.
0: Yep. So this is Todd Phillips quote for a DC comic book Joker movie. We didn't follow anything from the comic books, which people are going to be mad about. We just wrote our own version of where a guy like Joker might come from. That's what's interesting to me. We're not even doing Joker. But the story of becoming Joker, it's about this man. Oof. I mean, the the trailer gave it some some grace. It looks like it could be a decent enough movie. But again, going back to the whole MJ thing, if it's not going to be Joker, if it's not going to be what we know and love from comic books. Why even bother? Just make a movie about a deranged
1: killer. Yeah, that turns into a clown have to have make it nothing to do about the Joker. Oh, yeah. I I've already thought like on paper this movie sounded shitty and the trailer no offense looks shitty and now that he's come out and done this oh gosh I think the movie's just gonna be okay I'm gonna say it again PG-13 shitty <laughs> I I don't know I mean I I, I want to see maybe one more trailer but I've already seen the trailer now and it just is weird yeah. I, uh... There's nothing – I don't know about you, but I don't look at that and go, oh my god, I'm excited about that. I'm like, holy shit, that looks weird.
0: Right, and we thought DC was riding the ship. We thought that they were looking at heading in the right direction by disassembling the extended universe, that they were going to make the right choices. But
1: uh, – No, I I got a feeling this movie is going to be poop and uh, and I think the uh, Harley, the emancipation of Harley Quinn in January. Birds February, of Prey. Yeah. That's going to be a turd nugget of a movie, too. Yeah, I don't yeah. think that's going to be a good DC movie
0: right, either. Right. But we are going to get some good DC movies. I am looking forward to Matt Reeves, the Batman. Yeah. I'm looking forward to James, I'm Edward. <laughs> James Gunn's uh, Suicide Squad. Are you Jacob? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we might get some good ones out there. Uh, Wonder Woman 1984, yeah. even though it was pushed back. It should still be pretty yeah. good.
1: Hopefully Warner Brothers, they've already said they're not going to come out and do anything at uh, Comic-Con here in the few weeks. No. So we have some cool – we have a really cool episode coming up here in the next week or two uh, when Comic-Con rolls out. That kicks off uh, this weekend. It not, does. Yeah. This weekend or next weekend? I'll say next weekend. It's next weekend. Yeah. So, um, But nonetheless, um, it, it would probably serve them right to maybe uh, try to spin it a little way and just say, you know what – I don't know. This is like saying, hey, we're going to make an X-Men movie, but it's going to have nothing to do with the X-Men. Like, there might be a mutant in it, but this is just my own take on what I think X-Men should be.
0: Cyclops is a guy with one eye and a club.
1: Yeah. Storm (laughs) is just a real cloud that flies in the sky. Wolverine is a cat that we rescued from uh, the, uh, the zoo. And Beast, well, that's just our dog. He's just a beast. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it sounds about those lines. So I don't I, I don't I have no confidence in this movie.
0: Yeah, me neither. All right. Uh moving on from movie news to comic book news, which we get every once in a while. Yeah, on once the in a show. while. This is a
1: rarity. There's no theme song for it because it's kind of rare.
0: Yeah, yeah. So uh we just found out that uh the Walking Dead episode, not episode issue number one ninety-three is going to be the final episode of the Walking Dead so yeah, so- No. Robert Kirkman is done, they dropped it, he didn't even tease out that they were ending the series, it's just sort of a dropped on your lap, that's it. Uh, The one thing that, and I didn't get a chance to read much through it, is that uh, even though Carl's dead in the TV show, he's still alive in the comic book series, right?
1: Yeah, he's very much alive, yeah. They did kill Rick off it, two, ep- two issues ago.
0: They did? Okay. Yeah, so
1: I don't know why they didn't just save it for the final. They just killed him off two issues ago.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah, you're uh, basically getting the final chapter of, of everything. We'll see how that all plays into The Walking Dead TV show, which, as we've said before, has, has sort of jumped the shark a little bit. You know, this last season, it had some redeeming factors, but...
1: Yeah. overall
0: needs to start thinking about wrapping up, right? Yeah,
1: well, and they have no no way of wrapping up soon. Um, Also breaking today on, uh, won't make our TV news because we've already done our TV segment, but uh, The Walking Dead has announced uh, it's found casting for their third spinoff. And if you didn't know, Fear of the Walking Dead is finally officially caught up to the current Walking Dead show. They've intertwined. There's uh, B characters from the original Walking Dead and I wouldn't really call Morgan a super B character, but he's like the main dude on the new show. And then Dwight, mm-hmm. the guy that took it from Negan, and yeah. <laughs> he's somehow in it. But now there's going to be a character uh, from Fear of the Walking Dead that actually has everything to do with Rick Grimes' um, disappearance in the main show. So, hmm. because as you all know, Rick and Michonne are going to have their swan song in this. Little mini movie, so they they're basically going to have their own show, which they're calling a movie, but it's broken down into shows, so yeah, I agree with you, Chris. I think it's time i I think all good stories need to have a beginning, a middle, and an end, and uh I feel like we've done that. With this show, and I think it's time to wrap it up and quit dragging it out.
0: Exactly. Yeah, just looking over the IGN review of uh, this uh, issue number 193, uh, the reviewer liked it. He said, you know, even though it was out of the blue, it is certainly the ending that um, The Walking Dead deserves. So um, I got, I think, halfway through the second compendium and haven't had a chance to catch up. But uh, it's 193 up uh, issues, so, you know, I'm, there's certainly chance to now. It's not like trying to catch up on X-Men. You know? Right, exactly.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's not being rewritten by somebody else and there's a whole new timeline and stuff. It's right. hard to keep up with comic books. They're always ending and restarting with a new writer. So. Yeah,
0: yeah. All right. And then uh, another thing that we don't get much talk about are trading card games. Um for those longtime fans, the Proton Pack podcast. My favorite franchise growing up in the '80s was the Transformers. Love Transformers. I was iffy on the Michael Bay movies, um, just because I don't think they gave them the uh, you know credit to the original source material that they deserved. Though in Bumblebee, uh, they did some really awesome things on Cybertron that I really liked. Uh, what we're getting now, and uh, looks like uh, if you are going to San Diego Comic-Con, you'll get a sneak peek at it, is a Pokemon Magic the Gathering Yu-Gi-Oh! style trading card game uh, based on Transformers. And uh, we get the first look with the Blaster vs. Soundwave 35th Anniversary Edition pack. Uh, the artwork on these cards looks really cool. And, uh, yeah, if you enjoy those types of turn-based games, uh, you know, trading card games, uh, this could be a pretty fun one. Um, I stopped doing those back in the Magic Gathering days. Um, So, for me, it probably—I probably won't be picking picking them up, but—
1: But had this come out when you were younger, this would have probably a must-have. Oh, most definitely.
0: Yeah. Most definitely. So uh, very cool. Tony's going to post some information on there so you can check them out. Uh, the Blaster versus Soundwave gives you that original artwork, which is kind of cool. But if you look at the actual cards in the game themselves, you get some updated artwork, um, which... Is spot on. Spot on.
1: Spot on. <laughs> All right. And we will have more uh, with Comic-Con coming up in a few weeks. We'll probably have... Um, like a toy or comic book segment uh, for that for that episode is there are some cool things that come out that you might want to know we don't typically cover toys and stuff on here but uh, christian has a a wealth of knowledge with uh, toys and stuff and it wouldn't be a bad thing to uh, let you guys know uh, what's out so i think it'd be
0: fun to maybe run down the marvel not marvel uh, hasbro mattel funco exclusive yeah
1: what you can look yeah and so this week in the collector's corner we could probably just call the segment like a collector's corner um it, if you uh if you happen to be by any of your local comic book shops um recommended uh pick up the last issue of the walking dead now that you know it's the last one you could probably get it for uh street price three dollars and 99 cents things yeah. probably get the for earning
0: of it
1: yeah make sure you get it soon so that way uh you have something uh, worth, it. yeah. yeah. It's kind of like when you picked up the first one, just kind of by happenstance. You're like, "Yeah, oh, got it. Uh, worth some dough." So uh, there you go. That's your collector's corner this week, and we'll uh, wrap up the show with a little video game talk. Let's uh, roll that beautiful theme song. Hey, man, you want to play some video games? All right. Oh, I know. It's so good. I mean, woo, it's like I heard it for the first time there. I heard a little guile, a little (laughs) Ryu, Hadouken. Yeah, it was good. See,
0: for me, it feels like like... I heard it maybe an hour
1: ago, but.
0: It's just now fresh. It's just yeah, so fresh, yeah.
1: yeah. And as you're listening to the show, it's super fresh.
0: <laughs> all right. In the video game news, it's uh, Nintendo Day, I guess, in video Yeah, game that's
1: news. really all we got this week. Um, big time Nintendo. I mean, yeah. I'll, I'll drop a little hint. I'll drop something for a publisher at the end of it, but uh, that's probably about it.
0: Very cool. Yeah, I was uh, out on a camping trip, and Tony texted me that... Uh, The next big Nintendo mobile game, so whether you're on Apple iOS or Android, you can now download Dr. Mario World, which we were looking forward to. I'm still waiting for Mario Kart. Yes.
1: Yeah. Um, Yeah. So Dr. Mario World is out, and it doesn't quite play like how you guys would remember like you grew up playing dr mario very different game mm-hmm. it is dr mario in the sense of you're still killing the viruses off it's and a little more
0: candy crush-esque Yes, i would say yeah. um you know instead of the hills falling now you have to worry about them floating up to the top yeah um it's still a fun game i mean i think i got to level 25 and after getting to level 20 you can unlock um helper characters you can you know i'm I've got it set up as Dr. Bowser, so he's yeah. my main guy. There's special moves, there's power-ups, there's things you can do. And then they've got a uh, actually a pretty cool um, multiplayer um, thing. So if Tony and I wanted to get on and play against each other, um, it's similar to the side-by-side Dr. Mario versus, uh, but only with this new twist to it.
1: Yeah, and one really great thing about this is it's absolutely... Free to download and play. Now, we are going to say free kind of in the sense of a taquito offered to you for free. <laughs> Everybody has a price, and everything does come with a price. So, <laughs> while it is free to download Dr. Mario World, it does have some frustrations in it. Um, when you. Um, we well, only get five hearts after. You, uh, level 20 you get yeah. like the first 20 levels free yeah yep so each heart every time you want to get more hearts to get to the next level you have to wait about a half hour to replenish your heart yep um or you can buy more you can buy some diamonds diamonds which to yeah. unlock more hearts now diamonds actually cost a lot of money and the microtransactions are what's going to keep this game afloat this is the trickery to it being free um, so if you have a little kid or somebody young, be very careful because your credit card could get racked up quite easily with this. Um,
0: I don't know if I told you, Tone. So, um, you know, for me, and I know you, you get these free games and, yeah, they're fun. And, you know, I'd pay $1.99 for this if it was completely free.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: So totally, totally free without the in-app purchases, the microtransactions. <laughs> but that's how game developers are making their money these days. So for me, it doesn't make sense to buy – to keep going i'll just no. wait the 30 minutes you know yeah exactly for my kids that's, that's another story so uh, corbin is
1: huge
0: into brawl stars right now
1: okay and for you guys didn't know corbin was the first one that did the awesome jumanji trailer review
0: yeah he's my yeah. older one loves it um but it's a free game to download Every time he's gotten birthday and Christmas money, he's dropped so much money on that game, getting upgraded characters and skins and all kinds of things. He told me the other day that uh, he spent about $200 on that game. Whoa. Yeah. You can buy an entire console for $200. Yeah, you
1: can buy a system we're about to talk about after this for that. Oh, my God.
0: Yeah. So.
1: Hi, Chihuahua. See, you got to watch it. Yeah. It's kinda like the whole Fortnite thing, you know? Mm-hmm. It's uh eesh. But it's part on the developers part. Oh it's yeah, good. you can take a fifty dollar game, you can really get the money for it. Yep. So yeah, I get it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but, but uh in, in playing point, it, it's fun. It's fair. um um what I sort of refer to as a pooper game. One of yeah, those games yeah. that's fun when you're sitting on the throne and you know, you can get a couple rounds yeah. out and done. Yeah, when you're but, playing
1: battle shits and you're going to the Sherwood Forest, I, I <laughs> totally get it, yes.
0: But uh, much beyond that, I don't see myself, you know, going out of my way and spending time playing this game.
1: No, I kind of wish they did the way of, like, uh, Super Mario Run. Mm-hmm. Super Mario Run, you pay 10 bucks.
0: Well, it was free for the first, what, five levels?
1: Yeah, and then you... Then if you, you wanted
0: on. more levels, you paid just a just, flat fee. Just a
1: flat fee, fee. and then that's what I did and I bought it. So all the updates and everything about it's still free. I don't have to buy anything. And I kind of think Nintendo's is just stuck with that. I think microtransactions kind of, it's going to work well for them because people are going to buy it. And there are going to be the unfortunate ones that like, like Corbin who loves his brawl stars, you're going to have somebody that loves their Dr. Mario world and cha-ching, cha-ching. So,
0: So but that's
1: available now uh, Free download for the first twenty levels, so uh, worth worth the download. I would say.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. All right, sticking with Nintendo. Um, something Nintendo. They just announced, which I think is a really smart move on their part. Um, if you like the Nintendo Switch, it's you know it's the cheaper of the game consoles compared to an Xbox yeah. One or a PS4, um, but it's still not super cheap. Uh, it has a lot of gimmicks to it. It has the Joy Cons. It has the dock where you play it off your television, um, but not everybody wants that. You know, for me, I'd be better suited to, you know, play it in bed or traveling or things along that along that line. Uh, to which, Nintendo has announced the Nintendo Switch Lite, which is exactly that. It's everything hardwired into a single handheld console. You get a slightly smaller screen at 5.5 inches. Uh, it's lighter. So, again, no detachable Joy-Cons. Everything's built in there. Uh, D-pad style controller, uh, improved battery life over the original Switch, which is cool. Uh, no infrared or high definition uh, rumble functions, which is OK if you're going handheld and no ability to dock it to the TV or play in tabletop mode, which I'm not familiar with it tabletop mode tabletop
1: mode is to give it kind of that old school arcade feel where you would set the tablet down on its back you mm-hmm. guys can't see it because we're not filming <laughs> but you set it down like so and you can connect to another uh switch tablet and then you could play games and it could slide uh, seam- seamlessly through one tablet to the next okay. um nintendo is very innovative like that and um And I agree. You know, right now, this is kind of silly, though, because now Nintendo Switch has become Nintendo Unswitch. The whole point of the system was to take it on the go, plop it in your dock at home and play it on the big TV if you wish. Um, I do have the system, fantastic system. Now, I learned when I went to Florida a few weeks ago, I took it with me Mm. for the long plane ride home. (laughs) Fully charged it um but didn't play it for like the week because i was in disney and i didn't mm-hmm. have time to play it i saved it for the plane didn't bother to try to recharge it because i hadn't touched it thing was deader than a doornail and since it used USB-C to charge like my brick uh-huh. wouldn't, wouldn't charge really? yeah so uh-huh. um because it needs a special voltage to charge so um i ran into the battery death thing so then i was thinking well this what what the light brings for everybody is really what Chris said. So this is, I think, going to basically take over the DS, the, the Game Boy Market. This is Now you're getting it to go. So this one's perfect. It's also a perfect companion if you already have a Switch. So now you don't have to take yours out of the dock, which in my opinion is kind of a pain in the ass. Because <laughs> you don't want to scratch up the screen. Right. You take it out and it's not like it's an easy pop. You just pull it out and then you put on your Joy-Cons or whatever and now you got to worry because that's your entire console. So if you lose anything, it's gone. Whereas now, at least, if you've got this one, you can transfer your data information to this one on the go. It's perfect. So it's really designed for those on the go or those who are looking for a small price point in. It's 199 You can get it in yellow, turquoise, or gray.
0: Not um, the prettiest colors. Of, <laughs> No, not the
1: prettiest September 20th. Um, September 20th is the launch date on it, um, compatible with all current games on the uh, Nintendo Switch. Um, I highly recommend their online service, the uh, free uh, monthly Nintendo games. Um, Not always the best, but you know what? It's got more games than the uh, classic console at this point that they release separately. So uh, not a bad deal. And, um, you know, like for you, you don't mm-hmm. have a switch. This might be the one you want to get into. um for somebody that like had, like me that has it, maybe not the the gonna be a day one purchase, but you know, I wouldn't mind having one just for traveling and not worry about, oh, I don't want to lose my exactly. switch and stuff. yeah.
0: Now, does the switch have a standby yeah. mode where it's still on, but not yeah, on? yeah, absolutely is that I what did you that were in it trained, yeah, oh. so
1: power all the way off is in standby mode, and it just died off so I, I still have yet to play it on a plane i brought it with me but i couldn't charge it so um, a lot of great games i just picked up mario maker 2 um super awesome game they did a great job with that um gives you that replayability and mm-hmm. old school feel of mario um smash brothers is great mario kart uh mario odyssey uh, zelda darn anything nintendo you you're just You know, it's a damn good system. The things
0: you're not going to get otherwise with Xbox. No,
1: yeah, and what's good too is you can pick up a lot of games you didn't know you could get on their on their on their marketplace. They release a lot of vintage arcade games that they don't announce. They just you can download a lot of Neo Geo games are at your disposal There, Um, I download Puzzle Bobble too, which is basically uh, bust and move that uh, little uh, puzzle pop Uh game. I got that for like four bucks. On a sale. Um, Capcom cool. currently is running a sale. So if you want to pick up like uh, street fighter collection for the switch, that's a hell of a pickup. Uh, Real
0: quick side note on Capcom. Uh, they just released a mobile game called Teppin. Um, awful. awful, awful game. Oh, it's, it's like one of these card strategy games, you know, card-based terms, Fight. but it's, it's boring. It's just, yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, and it's, it's just, confusing too. Yeah. I and mean, there's too many things going on at once. And,
1: yeah. So. What Capcom needs to get back to doing is do what they do best. Get the fighting game franchise, right. franchises fired up, man. Re-released Rival School, or not Rival School, excuse, Rival Schools would have been fine, mm-hmm. but uh, Power Stone. That yeah, was on the Dreamcast. Yeah. Give me Power Stone right. 1 or 2. Um, give me the Marvel versus Capcom games. Um, well, what what, make what a new I was one.
0: expecting with this was something closer to the mobile Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game where you've got your characters and then it's turn-based.
1: Oh, okay. Where you, yeah, know, that you select was a, good a character, one,
0: yeah. you fight, and then you know go back and forth like the old turn-based RPGs. No, it
1: definitely wasn't it. Disappointing.
0: Real quick, going back over to the Nintendo Switch Lite um, on IGN, did you see the artist renderings of the color options that they wanted to see that they were?
1: Yeah, yeah, there was some really good, unique ones. If out there.
0: they come out with the classic Game Boy color option, I'm all over it. You're in. There's another it's, one that it's the was the vintage one. Yeah. Um. Oh, what was the other one that looked really cool? It was the clear one that was based off of the old. Um, the old Game Boys that were like purple, but see-through I'm trying to think of what they were called, like ice. and. Oh.
1: Yeah. And what's funny too, is the artist rendering are so much better.
0: Yeah. Zelda. That's got a pretty cool one with some uh, stuff on there. And then even a Nintendo switch where, you know, you get the blue and the red joy cons on each side. All right. And then uh, finally, speaking of Nintendo Switch Online, uh, they released information, information for everything, that's, everything coming that's coming out coming July 17. And yeah, uh, some really, really cool, cool things thanks. kind of makes me wish I had a Nintendo
1: Switch. I'm now. telling you, just for, even for the online one, oh. I'm still waiting for them to bust out Super Nintendo and GameCube and 64. But we're still getting a year, almost a year later. Vintage classic Nintendo games. Yeah. They're releasing every month just because you're on online, uh, subscribers. So,
0: yeah. So you're getting Donkey Kong three wrecking crew. I'm not totally familiar with that.
1: Yeah. Not the, not the most fun, but you know, they sneak some hidden ones. Sometimes they'll real, they'll do a special release of a, a game called um. special edition. Like they released, uh, um, a special edition of Punch Out, or not Punch Out, excuse me, um, uh, Zelda. Okay. And it had all the hearts and you had everything. That's from right. In the yeah. beginning, but you had everything. Metroid, they had one. I think they're up to almost 100 games now. Nice. And uh, they're adding a rewind feature. So now if you're playing a frustrated game, instead of hoping you had Game Genie, now if you die, you can just rewind it and try to get it.
0: So starting Time it over better from the than beginning. starting over. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Another uh, key trick, too, is just use your save points, save it, and then go back in. So when you die, then you just fire per your save point. It makes Mega Man a lot more uh, bearable to get through. Oh, I'm sure. Eight, I don't know. Like, I don't know how we did it as kids to play those games. They were so damn tough.
0: We had notebooks full of the, uh, the Matrix codes yeah. that were. Oh, my God.
1: It's insane. That game is insanely difficult.
0: Yep. Uh, a couple other games you're getting with this release are City Connection volleyball and then the other exciting one is double dragon Two, the revenge i always loved the double dragon games when i was first glancing over and i saw volleyball my brain automatically went to dodgeball and super dodgeball oh those were great those were so much fun i'd love to see like re done versions Versions of those games
1: games. oh absolutely they were a lot of fun
0: those were fun games Yeah. yeah All right, uh, that does it for our Nintendo news. Now, I think, uh, Tony, you were going to drop another publisher yeah, bit of
1: information. Yeah, we were talking Capcom um, right now on Xbox, Steam, PlayStation. I'm pretty sure the Switch, too. Maybe not so much the Switch can't confirm. Um, I think this week is the last week. You can pick up a lot of their games uh, for sale. So if you want to get the Mega Man collections, they're at just stealing prices. They're, they're marked way down. If you're looking to pick up uh, Street Fighter Collection, I think that's discounted. Resident Evil games are on discount. Uh, um, Let's see. It's mainly like the Mega Man games are cheap right now. Uh Or... uh, like the disney afternoon collections dirt cheap which is the original uh, darkwing duck, Tails, duck spin, tales duck tales and chip and Dale. so um if you guys are into that capcom publisher sale for the rest of the week but uh, depending on when you listen to this it may or may not be going <laughs> but it is as of the time of the recording so just yeah. want to drop that in for the last of the video game news this week and uh think that's all I've got for this uh, episode.
0: Yeah, that about does it. Uh, as always, we appreciate you guys subscribing, downloading, streaming, uh, checking out our social media on Facebook and Instagram at Proton Pack Podcast. Um, always let us know what you think. Check out uh, where we're hosted at anchor.fm forward slash Proton Pack Podcast. You can get a rundown of the shows. You can drop us a few bucks if you choose. And uh, yeah, you know, we. We'll keep going at it, and uh, hopefully in the next week or so, we'll have some really cool uh, San Diego Comic-Con stuff coming
1: out. Absolutely. Well, it's been a pleasure doing this live and in person with you. Hopefully it all comes out. We will find out.
0: And we get one final little outro now.
1: And we're going to roll it. Until then, see you guys next week.
0: See ya. I am. Hasta la
1: vista, baby. That's it, man. Game over, man. It's game over. (laughs) Woo! Luffy. Goodbye.